We're taking a look at Ernest from Earth. And this is chapter 10 of our curriculum guide. Our social-emotional learning focus for this chapter is social awareness and self-awareness. Number one, what does Ernest learn about Mr. O and the slender woman who was at dinner in the previous chapter? Ernest learns that Mr. O once had a wife and a daughter, but they both passed away years ago. He also learns that Mr. O might uh, have some problems with alcohol or maybe some other issues that his that Dat's father often helps with. Ernest learns that the woman at dinner is Mrs. Rousseau. He learns that Mrs. Rousseau, that Mr. Rousseau, Mrs. Rousseau's husband, left home to find work and it's been pretty hard on her and her children. Number two. What does Ernest confirm about the general status of reds and blues on Targ? Well, Ernest is asking Dat about the status of reds and blues. And Dat explains that there are people with red skin and people with blue skin on Targ. And that the people with blue skin in general tend to have more economic and social advantages than the Reds. Second part to that question, how might this information impact Ernest's character development and his point of view? Ernest may actually experience some racial and social challenges that he's never faced before. This could be the beginning of Ernest learning about social inequality firsthand instead of just learning about it in a classroom setting. And having already made a connection with Dad's family, Ernest may become more emotionally invested in those social inequities. Number three. In this chapter, Ernest explains that many of the social problems on Earth started to go away after humans identified other life in the universe. Do you think traveling through space and finding other life forms really would impact how people interact on Earth? Defend your position. Students can certainly defend either position, that yes it would or no that it wouldn't. I, I don't know. Even having written this book... I don't know that discovering life on other planets would eliminate division and sort of some of the toxic tribalism that exists in our world. I kind of don't think that it would totally get rid of those things. But I like the idea of some unifying experience, something that changes the way that we see our existence, our place in existence. So I, I do always think there's room for change and that our society will continue to change. And I'm optimistic 
that our that our society will although continue to have turbulence and go through trauma will continue to get more united and less divided by things like appearance the extended thinking for this chapter consider dad's assertion that people on earth look so much alike and consider earth's past and present research the treatment of a disenfranchised group from earnest from earth's past or present why do you think some people oppress those who look or act or believe differently than they do that's a big question it's one of the central questions i was exploring when writing this book and one can explore this idea from many different angles for me i wanted to have this scene where dat points out that people on earth look so much alike that that might be must be nice must be easier to get along and again trying to look at the idea of racial division as objectively as possible as removed as possible it's such a weird thing to think about and from the perspective of someone who lives on a planet where people have truly red skin or blue skin the idea of everyone essentially being different shades of tan, brown, beige, like that sort of the spectrum of human skin colors for the most part. And there's people who exist on different ends of that spectrum of very fair, very light skin, who have very dark skin, but it's not there's not much of a true color palette difference in terms of like totally different hues of the color wheel. So I wanted to point that out that like we really don't look that different. Like we divide up and treat people differently based on appearance, but our appearances are so similar. Then especially if we compare that to even the wide variety of life forms on earth, let alone what might exist in the entire universe, we look so similar and we still find ways to divide up based on appearance. So then the, the question there is why do we think some people oppress those who looked or act or believe differently? That's really an opinion question to defend, but one might consider the, the fears that might exist when interacting with someone who looks different or believes different. And we might also consider the safety and comfort we try to find in grouping up with seemingly similar individuals.
The next part of the extended thinking is, have you ever been in a situation where you were treated differently or you felt like an outcast? How did you feel in that situation? This is a personal answer, but I think most of us, at least at some point, feel like we're on the outside looking in. That we don't belong in a certain situation or don't belong to a certain group. And that can be isolating. It can make us feel lonely. And I think loneliness is one of the most powerful and painful emotions we can feel. Feeling lonely is difficult. We feel like we don't have anyone else because there is so much strength and so much so much positivity that can come from a, a connection to someone else. And feeling lonely can be can be one of the most difficult things. And I think we've all had at at certain times situations where we have felt alone. And that's important to explore. Until next time, much love.